Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. This week's episode of the Fangirls Podcast is brought to you by our sponsor, 24-7 Moving. Hello and welcome to the Fangirls Podcast, a place for fun, fandoms, friendship, and most importantly, fangirling. I'm Julie, and today, today we're bringing out the tissue box. We are talking all about the Netflix book-to-screen adaptation from scratch. This is such a good tearjerker, cry fest, all the things. Most importantly, we're going to Italy and we're going to enjoy this beautiful film with a lovely... Miss China, hello, friend. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I am wonderful. You specifically told me about this film, and you were like, if you want to cry, watch this. If you are in need of a good cry, watch this. Oh, absolutely. I can need a good, ugly cry in your life. From scratch is for you. Yes. There's eight episodes. You will cry the entire time, (laughs) and it will be a beautiful ending. Right. So the series takes place in Italy. And it is gorgeous from start to finish. And I am incredibly envious because you have been to Italy. And I thought, who better to talk to about this than someone who has lived life and just explored Italy to, I don't know, to the best of your abilities. And you travel all the time. Hashtag, it is your job. (laughs) I'm a professional traveler. Yes, that's true. I went to Italy a couple years back, I think 2018, with two friends from college and we were there nine, 10 days. And I feel like all I did for like, it was like a week and a half. I feel like all I did for a week and a half was just drink wine, eat carbs and look at pretty buildings. And it was the best vacation of my life. What else, what else do you need in your life? Wine, carbs, pretty wine, buildings. Carbs, pretty buildings and art. What was your favorite part? I went to a couple places, but we spent most of the time in Rome, Florence and Venice with like little day trips, other places. And Florence is by far my favorite place I literally could probably live there like I love Florence and that's exactly where friend scratch starts she goes to Florence where she meets Lino and everything and the whole romance starts is in Florence and it's as beautiful as it is in the show I was watching the show and I was sending screenshots to a friend who I went to Italy with being like didn't we go there isn't this that (laughs) place and it's as stunning as vibrant the food does look that good and you could smell it watching the show and it, oh. trust me, it smells that good. Florence is beautiful. Location scout understood the assignment in that oh. regard, right? Oh, imagine being that location scout. Like just go walk around Italy and find all these beautiful places. Where do I sign up? Right. How is that not my job? <laughs> <laughs> How's that not my job? Go find some pretty places in Italy for us to shoot. I mean, let alone like all the streets you need to find to close off to film. Yeah, that was... The crazy part about being in Italy is that, you know, the streets are so small and the older parts of Italy, Florence being one of them, the streets are so narrow and it's all cobblestone. And the idea that they closed off all these different streets, like there are some streets you couldn't get to the other street without going down these little alleyways and everything. 
So that's impressive that they were able to like pull off filming on location like that. Right. I mean, I know with Emily in Paris, my first thought was, how did they close down these major streets? This is impossible. What permits? to, To give you reference, we like accidentally walked into a wedding and we're in like two different funeral processionals on accident. No. Like we just all of a sudden turned a corner and we were walking behind a casket at one point. And it was like, do you see that? It just happened. And then we were taking photos of like, we fall in love with walls all the time. Like we're weird photographers who just love beautiful lighting and walls. So we were taking mm-hmm. pictures of a wall and then we see this beautiful like old school car. We go take pictures of it. And then all of a sudden the bride and groom are coming out of the church that we're in front of and it's a wedding. And I'm like, okay, we're really on top of all the different events today. <laughs> so like the idea that they filmed on location is wild. They didn't like accidentally run into a wedding or run into a funeral or run into some kind of church processional. It's wild. You got to go. It's amazing. It also will make you such a wine person. I did went to Italy, not being a wine person came out. I have a bottle of wine at my house at all times, like just for emergency situations, like break, break glass in case of emergency. There's some wine there. <laughs> You're also Italian. Uh, yeah, I have a little bit of Italian blood in me, Sicilian blood in me, which is wild because the show ends in Sicily. For the most part, ends in Sicily. Just a little bit, not a lot. Well, I'm incredibly envious and it is most definitely a bucket list. And just, again, the food. The food. Oh, the food like, was gorgeous. We had a rule when we were in Italy that we weren't going to plan where we ate. We just, if you smelled something good, we were going. Oh, that's and a good rule. A thousand percent. Like it just, it changes how you see pasta. It changes the way you see pizza. If you want to ruin pizza for you, go to Italy and then come back. <laughs> and we say it, that as pizza connoisseurs who, who spent Valentine's day. We just had pizza together. <laughs> yeah. We had a very nice heart shaped deep dish pizza from Giorgiano's. Yeah. And it was delicious. It was delicious. Go to Italy and come back. And you'll be changed. 100%. (laughs) I know I sent you a couple TikToks, but I have, I don't know if I'm just being target marketed since watching from scratch, but since watching from scratch, these Italian American couples are finding me on TikTok and they are creating the cutest videos in the history of ever of what it's like to be Italian, what it's like, what it's like to be married to an Italian and the Pacini's. And there's another really cute Italian-American couple who you just immediately get from scratch vibes because you see the husbands can't not move their hands when talking. If you even try to cook pasta the wrong way, they immediately give you a reason as to why it's sacrilegious. The cutest thing. So I will be reposting some of these TikToks later. That being said, I have some casting for you. I love it. Go for it. All right. As Amy Wheeler, we have Zoe Saldana. As Zelino, we have Eugenio Mastradea. As Zora Wheeler, we have Danielle Deadweiler. As Maxine Wheeler, we have Judah Scott. As Lynn Wheeler, we have Kalita Smith. As Herschel Wheeler, we have Keith David. As Philomena, we have Lucia Sardo. As Giacomo, we have Baride Manasai. And as Idalia, we have Isla Colbert. So I don't know about you, but I'm ready for some tea. You ready for some tea? Oh, spill the tea. All right. This is the part of the show where we spill the tea. This means spoilers. So if you have not watched the Netflix tearjerker and or book to screen adaptation of From Scratch, we are about to spoil it for you. 
It has been on Netflix for quite some time. So if you haven't watched it, I don't know what you're doing with your life. All right, folks, I'm ready to jump into it. Serious question time. Italian culture is what made this show so successful. So what would you say is your favorite part of the Italian culture? In the show? In the show. In the show, the food, a thousand percent, it was its own character. His whole motivation, his whole passion, his whole lifestyle. Also, the scene where like he invites her and her friends to come eat at his restaurant. Girl, how do you not fall in love with that man? Just them falling in love through food. Amazing. I want a chef in my life. (laughs) The food just looked amazing. You called it with that scene in particular. I've never been that envious of food, let alone Italian food, because we hear in the U.S. have Olive Garden. And that's facts, right? (laughs) As someone who had plenty of friends who worked at Olive Garden, we call them the OG crew. In in Bakersfield, you most definitely had friends that worked at Olive Garden. And if you didn't, if they didn't come home with breadsticks, like, are you friends? That's so, a level of friendship. Right. Breadsticks. <laughs> All right. What was your favorite episode? I actually rewatched this episode earlier today so I could like have it fresh in my mind. Okay. I still ugly cried. Like I knew what happened and I still ugly cried. Okay. So it would be episode seven. Episode seven is my favorite and it was heartbreaking but what I loved about it is it started it started so strong with like just the couple and you know they were going in for the the next scan find out what was wrong and why he was feeling weird and Osadonna's character Amy was like yeah we're gonna beat this point blank period we're beating this done and throughout the entire episode like you know obviously like he gets sick and he has cancer but like they spend so much time in that one episode it just shows the level of support this couple had and the family had and everyone started coming back and coming in the moment where like the mom calls the dad but they don't have a good relationship and was like we need you and the dad said we'll be on the first plane it's it's just that simple we're coming it's basically like the whole episode is everyone realizing this is the end for him Mm -hmm. and everyone finding their own ways to cope and like deal with it and then that garden scene where everyone comes out and they have like their last moment with him going when he's going to take his nap it's his vision and he spans all these people he loves and they're all just like this is the last time we're going to see him yeah and it just leads all the way up into his death and there's just so many layers there it was it was such a good episode it was great it was great and horrible at the same time what was your favorite the first episode it was mainly because it didn't make me cry Okay, fair, fair point, fair point. You're like the happy one. <laughs> yeah, but also because you just see the early beginnings of this beautiful relationship. I know I don't scream lovey-dovey, but when you have this beautiful Italian man standing in the rain, just waiting for Zoe Saldana to come to the window. Oh, right in the fields, dude. Right in the fields. You got me. Okay. Yeah. I'm in. And the first episode did hook me. And um, yeah, you fall, you fall in love with both characters separately and then them as a couple. And you're like, just, Full on rooting for them, like from the jump. Now, <laughs> the whole series in general is a giant mm-hmm. cry fest. But episode seven was from when he recognizes that there's something wrong. Like the instant he yeah. starts coughing, and he's just like, "Oh no, it went down the wrong pipe." And I was like, "No, it didn't. No, it didn't. You know something's wrong. Don't lie to me. Yeah. You know we have been through six episodes together. I know when you're lying to me." <laughs> yeah. And then when he recognizes that this is the end while he's in the hospital and he grabs the journal and starts writing the letter. And I'm like, oh no, oh, yeah. here we go. 
and like episode eight where like she finds the journal after mm-hmm. he died i'm like right. i would not be standing like i wouldn't Mm-mm. i would collapse right there that would be it for me but also watch zoe saldana cry oh give this woman her oscar just do it zoe saldana is insanely talented and mm-hmm. the amount she makes me cry right like, <laughs> in multiple in multiple movies you know for what I mean? like right just just because she can how rude but also give her an oscar right come on also the just talking her alone the amount of franchises this woman is part of killing it in all of them all right what was your favorite scene okay my favorite scene is very depressing because because of how beautifully it was shot it was a minute and a half minute maybe minute and a half into episode eight okay where she's in the bathtub sobbing her mom is trying to like hold her up while her stepmom washing her because she just can't function. When we talk about Zoe Saldana making you cry, the emotion that this woman can pull off is insane. Not only did you like revert back to like, I need so much help. I'm now a child and I need someone to wash me. The mom and the stepmom had been kind of at odds ish, basically the whole movie. Cause mm-hmm. I was like, that's already a complicated relationship. Right. But they both were like, our daughter needs us. Okay, so what was your favorite scene? I'm guessing it's not as depressing as mine. You are you are correct with that one. But I don't know. It just hit me right in the feels. But I just thought this was, it was a beautiful moment between Lino and Amy. And I don't know, just a, it was just healthy adult decision making. But when Amy talks to Lino about wanting to become a mom, and they go through, they go to the doctor and the, you know, doctor is just like, well, it's going to take a little more than just a sperm and artificial insemination, all these other things. And she very much made up her mind and was like, being a mom isn't about being pregnant to me. It's about loving a kid and bringing it up in a household surrounded by love. And I know we can do that. And he was just over the moon to hear that because he was so concerned about passing cancer down to the next generation. Yeah. And they just came to this this beautiful conclusion that adoption was the right path for them. And I just thought like, this is what amazing adoptive parents look like. This is what the healthy decision-making that kids in the system need. They need these two people and those people exist anywhere and everywhere. And just watching them write their letters to, you know, future parents who would possibly be giving them their baby and to their future baby and to the adoption agencies and so forth. I just, oh, that was beautiful. Did you have any honorable mentions? I had a few. The whole rebuilding the relationship with the dad, I really thought at least the mom was going to, the mom and the sister were going to show up at the wedding. And then no one did. And I was like, my heart, this hurts. And then like them sneaking around and like trying to find them on vacation and then see them. What got me the most is like when they, you know, everything rekindled in a way or whatever, and they came to visit them in America. The whole situation with, you know, how they didn't know what to do what they were like let's just cook for him like let me just work on the garden let me just do you know what we normally do in italy here <laughs> because we don't know how to help this whole situation but i can cook or i can tend to the roses mm-hmm. and it helped and what got me was we're all you know in this plot line you know in this story with them and they're talking about like waiting for the scan results and like we're worried about lino and all of this stuff he gets good test results and we're happy. We're excited. We're celebrating with friends. And he tries to call his mom 
And then his mom says that his dad died yesterday, right? but she didn't, she didn't want to tell him. And I was like, how dare you ruin it? Like this moment was so happy. And now like I'm crying. He just talked to his dad like a week ago and he was asking about the roses and asking about the scan and like helping, making sure that he was, you know, in good spirits. And then to give, to go to give your parents the news and to find out your dad died the day before and they didn't tell you because they wanted you to be in good spirits for the scan. And then you can't even make it to the funeral because the funeral is the next day. I cried. I cried yeah. so hard. I love that whole plot line. It was heartbreaking and beautiful at the same time. I would have to say shout out to Adalia's birth mom. When she and Amy came together and started talking about the names that they were going to use to honor both sides of the family both her yes. birth family. And I was like, oh, this is beautiful. I cannot yeah. keep it together. And when Amy just had to leave her sister's wedding to go meet the birth mom, it's like yeah. her sister was super understanding, knowing how long her sister had waited for a baby only to leave the day, did not get to see her sister's wedding at all. But her yeah. sister understood the whole process. And I was like, oh, sorry, you're amazing. Oh, I was going to say about Zoe Saldana, I mean, we already can't, Praise this woman enough. The fact that she has an Italian husband yes. and she can actually speak Italian and her children are are bilingual. mixed Italian, but yeah, they're and they're bilingual. Like this, she was the perfect casting for the emotional part. But I what I loved about her her portrayal of this character or this person was how she was like broken Italian in the beginning of the show. And I was like, girl, we know. And then where she's like full on laying into the dad, yelling at him in Italian. I was like, go off, girl. <laughs> go, go ahead. Go ahead. Her Italian is so insanely perfect. But also, I mean, that is your real life. It's your Just, real life. And I love that. Long story short, you guys should definitely watch this. Definitely watch the show. I bring tissue. <laughs> yes. Just bring all the tissues. That's it. Like, like a whole box. And now it is time for the Spotlight of the Week. Looking to move? 24-7 Moving is a full-service moving company based in L.A. At 24-7 Moving, they understand moving can be overwhelming sometimes, and they see this as their responsibility to alleviate the pressure and stress. Their professional team provides fun, friendly, and secure local and long-distance services throughout the U.S. Their highly skilled and well-trained team has combined experience of over 3,000 moves including commercial and residential. They deliver smooth and stress-free moving and packing services at affordable prices. I've personally used 24-7 moving and have never been so impressed with a team of movers in my life. They weren't just fast and efficient. They were affordable, and the guest service was unmatched to anything I've ever worked with before. For more information, visit them online at 247moving.com. We here at the Fangirls Podcast are not affiliated with the following. Netflix... The cast of From Scratch, the author of From Scratch, we're just really big fans who love Italian food, love Italy, wish we had an Italian chef husband. Um, but yeah, just big fans, just just really big fans. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.